This is Cruise Control. Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the air. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Your ride is about to begin. Because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Welcome. Hello out there. Welcome to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Les Jackson at the left end of the desk. Fred Staub over on the right end of the desk. Hello. Hello, Fred. How are you? <laughs> All we're, right. We're six, we're six feet apart. Yeah, we are, and we have a barrier in between us. But uh, we Yes, are, we do. We have a lot to get to, Les, and t- including... <laughs> We're going to venture to a new clan called Stellantis. Yes. Uh, I I took one of those pills this morning. (laughs) That seems to be what people are thinking it sounds like, a medicine. It is the new name for the merged FCA and Peugeot Hmm. companies, FCA and Hmm. PSA, which I think would have been better, FCA, PSA. But, you know. Well, yes. We'll talk about what it means in a business sense and what the word means right well exactly uh, i don't like the word but we'll talk about it anyway and meanwhile a word that we do like chevrolet says it's got an electric pickup and it's got a 400 mile range pretty impressive pretty impressive we'll talk about that and as the tesla turns this is our uh, our ongoing segment on Cruise Control Radio. <laughs> yes, that's right. Tax breaks for a move to Texas and Germany bans some autopilot marketing language. We'll talk, tell you about that. That's right. And over at Nissan, they're planning some production cuts, uh, I hope. Well, I just hope it's not much. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that. And I'll have an at-the-wheel review of the Hyundai Sonata Limited Hybrid, the first car I ever drove whose roof was covered in a solar cell. Even even driving some of these uh, alternative energy cars, I think that's a first. Well, uh, yes, I, I'm sure it it. it helps with a little bit of charging for the systems it's you know why not use the surface as much as you can i think it adds about two miles a day to the range that's about right which is not bad if you think about it if you have to just drive two miles a day then you're getting free energy and free energy and typically i would drive to the train station which is about two miles which means I would get a free one-way trip each day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey. That's good. That's good. What's not to like? Probably about 700 miles a year they say free. So 700 miles is pretty significant when you think about it. Well, it really is. And and, uh, again, these solar cells are not terribly expensive and... They look cool. If you can if you can do it, why not? All right. Well, that's coming up. The Hyundai Sonata Limited Hybrid Review. All that and more when we get rolling on this edition of Cruise Control Radio. Stay tuned. We're just getting started. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. If you'd like to see pictures of the car we're going to review, go over to our Facebook page, Cruise Control Radio Facebook page. We'll be right back. 
Listen to the live feed of Cruise Control Radio every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com to find out how to do it. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. Fred Staub and Les Jackson with you, taking you on the ride around the automotive industry. The name of the week, Les Jackson, is Talantis, which is okay. the, <laughs> the name of the group uh, resulting from the merger of FCA and Group PSA. It is a 50-50 merger. Remember that merger of equals? Oh, that was Daimler, with Daimler, Chrysler. Christ. Yeah. Um, do you think the Pentastar logo will just disappear completely now? I I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think they want to keep brand identity, but, it, but, but it's already bothering me because... Because if somebody says, you know, six months or a year from now, what do you drive? Are you going to say, I drive a Stellantis Ram, uh, or or does the name Stellantis never enter into it? Well, I think they're going to keep, as you said, you know, Ram and Dodge and uh, I I would imagine Chrysler, because they have the Chrysler Pacifica. Um, Sure. But... Here's what I think will happen. It will be a little... Remember how GM did this? They put a little GM logo on the bottom of the car in the rocker panel? Oh, yeah. I think they will do that, or it'll say, buy Stellantis. And uh, Stellantis is spelled S-T-E-L-L-A-N-T-I-S. It is rooted in the Latin verb stello. Boy, this is taking me back to my Latin days. Which means star. Brighten with stars. Uh, well, and, and I translated it wrong yesterday morning. Here, here's some uh, release uh, w- verbiage for you. It draws inspiration from this new and ambitious alignment of storied automobile brands and strong company cultures. Coming together, <laughs> creating one of the new leaders in the next era of mobility. Holy <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Who wrote that? <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah, um, that, that is, sounds to uh, me like a you know like a third year college creative writing course. Uh huh. It is definitely uh, we don't we don't really have this story is just basically about the name. We don't have any more information about what products they're bringing together or what they're changing over. I think though the name will go on the cars, but it will be a small little applique. But yeah, they're not like, gonna. They're not gonna have the Stellantis Charger or the Stellantis. No, no. Uh, I mean we've had FCA now for a number of years, and, you know, and that's worked out great. Has that is that on any car FCA? I, I don't, don't think it is. It uh, might be on a nameplate somewhere. I bet it's. I bet it's on the VIN tag. It probably is. It probably is. Um, but there you have it that is uh that is the next name so when you hear that you know what it is uh and it will basically cover everything uh a bart alfa romeo chrysler dodge fiat fiat professional jeep lancia ram maserati and more mopar the mopar name isn't going anywhere i do i do love the group psa that's peugeot side Mm-hmm. I love their strategic plan name, which is Push to Pass. Yeah, that's good. 
I like that. I like that too. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Hey, what else is cool is EV pickups. And there's a lot of talk going on about EV pickups. There's, of course, Elon Musk's uh, futuristic Cybertruck. Wasn't that nice? I didn't say anything bad about it. I you just, didn't. No, it's no. futuristic. That That's kind it's, of a generic description of it. There's the Rivian pickup truck, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, I, I, I really like that. I like that a lot, too. And then there is the um, Ford F-150 that is mm-hmm. going to be getting a, uh electric vehicle, uh, electric pickup. Now, General Motors can, has confirmed that one of the 20 electric cars that it's planning to release by 2023 will be a full-size Chevrolet pickup. Uh, this was buried in their 179-page sustainability report that was published this month. Uh, and this unnamed pickup will offer well over 400 miles of driving range on a charge. No other specifics were released about it. I think this may be different than the Hummer pickup, don't you? I think so. Um, and as an aside, why do you suppose Ford hasn't uh, called the F-150 EV? Why, why haven't they called that the E-150? I don't know. I can't. Wouldn't I, that be a, a catchy thing to call it? It would. If if someone else doesn't own it, though, I guess. Well, We'll have to talk about that. We'll we'll tell you more about Chevy and GM's electric plans when we come back and have our edition of As the Tesla Turns. It's all coming up on Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. (laughs) I'm Fred Stop. Cue the organ. (laughs) We'll be right back. For the latest updates on Cruise Control, follow us on Twitter at Cruise Control Rad. That's C-R-U-I-S-E-C-T-R-L-R-A-D. Cruise Control Rad. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control. Lesson Fred, we're rolling. Well, we're actually sort of sitting. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, uh, lots going on, and... In the electric world, which we love, uh, GM is uh, basically, they've confirmed 20 electric vehicles, but what we're, we're talking about at the moment is the EV pickup in mm-hmm. Silverado. Yeah, is it, I don't Silverado-ish, know. Silverado-ish. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's going to actually be called Silverado. The, these vehicles, these 20 electric vehicles, were kind of laid out in a rough form in this 179-page 2019 sustainability report it was published this month we know a few things i mean chevy is going to have a mid-size electric crossover and then a smaller bolt based crossover which i think will be kind of nice they're going to take the bolt and just square it off in the back i think that could okay. be good you mean smaller or just no different shape? different shape they'll make it square in the back sort of to hold more as opposed to, it'll be more SU crossover like than small car hatchback like. Mm-hmm. I think. Okay. Uh, and then they're going to have the Cadillac Lyric. There's two variants of the Hummer, and uh, an XT4 sized uh, crossover model. So, 
And Buick is also going to release two electric models. So a lot of electrics coming your way. Um, thing is, though, electric demand is still not there. Uh, matter of fact, just virtually everything outsold the Volt. The Bolt. We're still struggling with that name. Right. Uh, in a 2019, the Corvette, the Chevy Impala, the Chevy Spark, the Chevy Cruze, which was cut in March of 2019, and even the GMC Savannah, which is a full-size van that's been around <laughs> since uh, 1992, I believe. <laughs> that's correct. Now the, now, the interesting thing here is, of course, all through 2019 and all through this year, the price of gas is you know, the equivalent of 30 cents to a gallon in the 60s. I filled up so, yesterday. It was $2.09. Yeah, there's, there's there's no incentive at the moment, at the moment, mm -hmm. for people to worry about fuel costs. Right, exactly. But that will change. Also, you couple that with people saying, well, hey, I don't want to be an, a real early adopter. People, some people never having driven an electric car, so they don't know how That's right. that they accelerate, in many cases, even better than gas cars. And uh, also, uh, people worried about running out of charge. Now, that is starting to change. More chargers come online. You, you, we're talking about the Chevrolet with a 400-mile range, and, and that number keeps going up. For a while there, it was 100 miles. Now it's 250 and it will probably go up to 300, and that these will be common ranges, so people will feel more comfortable, more chargers, more range, right? That's uh, right. You won't feel pressure but to worry about it. Right now, the problem is, as you said, gas is cheap. People may not be working because of uh, COVID, or they just want to play it safe, uh, and there are a lot of great gas-powered cars out there, some of which and... get great mileage. And what the total miles driven in the U.S. in the last six months is down sixty-five percent or more. Yeah, so so little incentive to even replace the cars. Right, exactly. Why why would you do that? So um, I think this is going to take a while, but uh, I don't know how long it will take. But it will take a while before uh, the gas engine completely goes away. When you when you agree. I'd say, uh, again, I, I keep, I've been saying this for years. I still maintain that by 2030, probably well over 90% of everything people drive will be electric. Interesting. But 2030 is nine and a half years away. I, I, think, uh, I think you could be right. The percentage might be a little high in my book. I'm going to say around 75%. But uh, because people keep cars for 10, 11 years. Uh, mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, it, it will change over as people become more aware of it. Um, and there will be a lot of great electric vehicles out there. And we're going to stick around because we're going to let you know all about them, right? Well, of course. Um, <laughs> we, we are your information source. Because think about it, even... The very few times we've ever been wrong about something, we're the first ones to admit we were wrong. That's true. That's true. Hey, let's talk about something completely different, and that is the Goodwood Speed Week. 
Now, this is the replacement for the Festival of Speed, which typically takes place when? In August, uh, right? Mm -hmm. Right. That's not happening this year uh, due to coronavirus. But there is going to be a replacement for it. Uh, The Festival of Speed and Revival replacement It's going to be called the Goodwood Speed Week. It will take place October 16th through 18th. Uh, three days, of course, uh, less than a, a week, but but <laughs> a speed uh, festival of speed three days. Uh, speed week sounded better, you know. Uh, they will play host to a number of events that all take behind place behind closed doors, no spectators allowed. Uh, there will be a Goodwood Gymkhana uh, that will take place through areas of the English estate, roped off to the public, a timed shootout with modern supercars and race cars. And uh, I wonder, I wonder, this sounds a lot of fun, but to me it would make a great TV show, wouldn't it? Well, it would. Actually, it'd be pretty neat. Yeah. Um, There will also be new car launches, supercar demonstration runs, and a Bonhams online auction. Now, uh, ah, you... they are going to stream this show via a website with added layers of interactivity to the action. How do you think online auctions for cars like that w- w- will really work? Uh, is, is it, do you think it'll be less attended than the auctions um, or more? Well, I think there are actually, if you're buying, I think it's a good, it's a good way to do it because here's what happens at an auction you get caught up in the the noise and the crowd cheering and this and that i think if you're doing it online you can control some of that obviously like anything if i'm watching it on tv it's not going to be the same as being there it will be knocked down a few levels and i think you can probably concentrate a little bit better you're going to see what's going on in the room better i don't know well I think that's true, but you don't get to really look at the car ahead of time. That's why they need someone like you, Les Jackson, to go there with your protective gear on. Good point. Walk around, take lots of pictures, maybe do a video, send them it. Hey, here, I looked this car over for an hour. Here's what I think is great. Here's what I think might need some improvement. What do you think? Yeah. It's, you know, this is a nine and a half out of 10. Yeah. Like I noticed some roughness on the bottom of the doors, but everything else is good. It starts up fine. There's no uh, blow by, you know, it doesn't look bad underneath, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera, whatever you would do. Although you and I know people that have bought cars completely off of eBay and have done well with them, right? I also know people that have bought them and... They have got a piece of junk. Thoroughly regretted it. Yeah, it's like not as represented. <laughs> yeah, and they've already <laughs> spent six hundred dollars on it to send it across country. So, uh, so now, now <laughs> that person's problem becomes your problem. <laughs> that is correct. Yeah, not good. Not good. Hey, you're listening to Cruise Control Radio with Fred Staub and Les Jackson. We are glad you're along for the ride. We are your on-air automotive magazine. Plenty more to come up. We're going to talk about what's going on in the world of Tesla. There's that organ flourish <laughs> Tesla, as the Tesla turns. The soap opera of Elon Musk, including uh, tax breaks for a move to Texas. 
and a ban in Germany on some of the language used to describe autopilot, which is pretty interesting, isn't it? Well, it is. Um, the other, you know, the other countries, especially the European Union, uh, they have pretty strict and I believe well thought out regulations for vehicle safety. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. Also, Nissan's planned cuts. Uh, they have been struggling a bit, so we'll tell you what models may be getting the axe and what their plan is there. And I'll have an at-the-wheel review of the Hyundai Sonata Limited Hybrid. Cool 50-mile-per-gallon sedan. So there you have it. All that coming up on Cruise Control Radio. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. We'll be right back. Cruise Control Radio goes live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. To listen, click the link on our homepage. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. Hey, welcome back to Cruise Control. It's your on-air automotive magazine. It's our magazine because we're the ones... Well, we're writing it and we're speaking it and uh, we have a lot to talk about. Uh, it never ends. I mean, we're sitting here in mid-July and it's like the auto industry is, you know, sitting, working 24 hours a day. Yeah, that's true. But, but less, you know, we can't go through a week without having an episode <laughs> of As the Tesla Turns. We've, we've tried so hard. Yes, but there's always and the problem is there's too many stories, so we have to always kind of throttle it back a little bit. But uh, here's two big stories: Tesla has secured sixty-five million dollars in tax breaks for a factory in Texas. It is uh, looking into the Austin area of Texas, and uh, they approved a plan to provide millions in tax subsidies to Tesla. If it builds a $1.1 billion vehicle factory in the area, uh, Oklahoma is vying for this. This is to build the Tesla Y, the right. that's the crossover based on the Model 3. Uh, and virtually everyone voted to give this vehicle manufacturer a break. I think there's something like 5,000 jobs uh, possible. I, I don't blame, you know, the, the localities for doing that. Mm -hmm. um, I I simply wouldn't buy a Tulsa Tesla. <laughs> Tulsa Tesla. Living on Tulsa. Tulsa I time. Just, I, just, I just have my limits. Um, they, the factory would create 5,000 jobs, mostly low-skilled, um, but the salary wouldn't be bad, $47,000 a year, an income considered low good. by the... County's Health and Human Services Division, but that doesn't sound like a bad job. 5000 of them, happened? that's good. So he would keep the factory in California? Yeah, and build the Model Y, which is the Model 3-based crossover. Uh, like when he does those things, like when he said, oh, I'm going to leave California, I think it's, it's just to churn everything. He's good at stirring the pot. He yeah. churns yeah, it all up it. Yeah. and people are like, oh, well, maybe we'll give them a little more break or, you know, maybe there'll be better bidding from the, the other states. Who knows? You know, yeah, like, right. hey, maybe you could bring your whole California 
operation out here to Oklahoma or Texas, you know, so. Kind of the old Hollywood publicity stunt. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, um, talking about publicity, over in Germany, as we head over to Frankfurt, Germany, uh, the court, the German court has banned Tesla from misleading claims about autonomy, the autonomous autopilot. They, they took real, um, had real trouble with things like full potential of autonomous driving, the wording. Um, and uh, they have banned Tesla from saying things like that in their advertising. Uh, I'm, I'm going to let you say this German word, Les. The case was brought by Germany's, it's an indu- industry-sponsored uh, body. Wettbrüdensenstralje. Yes. Or we call it the WBZ, the WEBS. <laughs> yes, that's right. Uh, it's an industry-sponsored body tasked with policing anti-competitive practices. Uh, and uh, the Munich court agreed that the industry body assessment banned Tesla Germany from including full potential of autonomous driving and autopilot inclusive in its German advertising materials. Of course, Tesla can... Uh, appeal this ruling. You and I have talked about this. Autopilot is a bad name because it's not really autopilot, is it? Well, and on top of that, Tesla, and you, you know, you you can't refute this. Tesla has deliberately uh, misled their owners into believing these cars are fully autonomous. With uh, really not so great results in many cases. Oh, some Pretty horrendous results and getting worse. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, the the bumpers keep falling off the Model Three. There was one of them <laughs> this week. A video. It was a rainy day, heavy rain, yep. but you know this happens when you drive a car around. You can't stop when it starts raining. And the guy had a camera on the back of his car, and whoa, there it goes. The bumper cover filled up with water, acted like a scoop, and ripped it loose from the car. And he he was dragging yep. it down the street. Right there on YouTube. Says quality to me. Yeah, it kind of. Here comes the emails. You guys are Tesla. We're not Tesla haters. We hate bad quality stuff that, you know, in when you buy a car, that stuff was 1970s quality, 1980s, even 1990s quality. Exactly. And one thing we do reviewing vehicles and have done for decades is we compare them mm-hmm. to their competition and i'm sorry tesla doesn't make it in fit and finish and quality control with their competition they simply aren't there well i think it's because they did not hire manufacturing people automotive manufacturing people who know how to build lots of the same vehicle that's right with really high quality. There are people that do that for a living and there's a reason they do it for a living because they're good at it. And, and, and by the way, you know, and the first thing you learn in engineering school is that production engineering is the most difficult form of engineering. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also other manufacturers, when they have a problem, like for example, Chevy says they've been count. Some people haven't, countered the frunk in the in the front of the c8 corvette the 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 hood basically where the engine would have been but now it's a frunk storage area popping up 
and and literally coming up over the windshield, right? Well, they don't ignore it. Now they're looking into it, and they might have a software fix for it, believe it or not. Hmm. So you can't just deny there's a problem. That's the other problem. If there is a problem, you say, okay, we're going to look into it and uh, see what we can do to fix it. Exactly. Uh, Over at Nissan, though, uh, times are not particularly great, according to this Reuters article. They've cut production 30% due to a uh, coronavirus demand slump. Uh, and that is huge. It plans to produce about 2.6 million vehicles between April and December, down from 3.7 million during the same time period last year. Uh, Sources said on a condition of anonymity, as the information is not public, Nissan has yet to announce a sales forecast for this financial year, but uh, they feel that it will... The output will be cut. Um, Car dealerships also closed in many countries, pummeling vehicle sales in March through May. So they're not cutting uh, particular vehicles, according to this Reuters article. They're just going to cut the output of them uh, across the board. If if they're selling 30% fewer vehicles then that means the dealers are stuck with an awful lot of them. It seems to me they'll just shut the plants down. And let them burn Maybe through the, the cars. three months of the year. Yeah, yeah. Well, one manufacturer that's not having that trouble is Hyundai, and that is the, that is the uh, vehicle I'm going to review this hour, the at-the-wheel review of the Hyundai Sonata Limited Hybrid. Great vehicle. Great vehicle. This is a sedan, which means it is not a crossover less. And uh, this had a lot of great tech in it, a lot of aerodynamic tech in it. It had a roof covered with a solar panel, which we kind of talked about a little bit before. The solar panel not only looks cool, it charges up the battery as it's sitting there. You can get about two miles more a day, about 700 miles a year, they figure roughly of free travel. Um, and I think that is, that is a neat thing. Too bad. They can't build the whole body out of a solar panel. It would look cool. <laughs> wouldn't it? It I, would. Yeah. It would. Um, it's the first car I drove with that, with that in there. Um, they, the mileage though was great on this thing. Um, it, it was 51 highway, 45 city and 47 combined. I believe at one point I was getting 55 miles to the gallon on the highway. Mm. So, Mm. um, you know, it uh, is a roomy sedan. It comes equipped with everything. Just like most Hyundais, it's easy to order. There are are only three models, the Blue, the SEL, and the Limited. Uh, The Blue, by the way, got even better mileage. That gets 54 highway, 50 city, and 52 combined. That is uh, probably due to the tire size. It is a little bit different tire, and it is designed as the mileage champion. Uh, by the way, the blue goes starting at 27750 The SEL, the next step up, 29900 And R, as tested, uh, was a little higher, uh, with destination 36275 
But when we come back, we're going to continue our at-the-wheel review of the Hyundai Sonata Limited Hybrid on Cruise Control Radio. You want to see pictures of the vehicle I have been driving? Check us out at our Cruise Control Radio Facebook page, and we will be right back. Cruise Control Radio goes live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. To listen, click the link on our homepage. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. Fred Staub and Les Jackson here. We are glad you're along for the ride on your on-air automotive magazine. Don't forget to check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. You can get links to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Over at Facebook, we got pictures of the At The Wheel review that was uh, I was in, the vehicle I was in, uh, the Hyundai Sonata Limited Hybrid. We're kind of looking at that vehicle, the good and the bad and all that and more. This is a gas hybrid model, 192 horsepower, it has a two-liter engine, gas engine, and then, of course, the uh, electric motor, a 39-kilowatt electric motor. Uh, and uh, all toll, 192 horsepower for both of them, uh, less. Um, on the road, it was uh, uh, quite peppy. Uh, I can't say anything bad about that. Um, it did have active shift control, which optimizes transmission efficiency by monitoring gear shifts. Uh, oh, about 500 times per second, and precisely adjusting the transmission rotation speed for faster shift times. One thing I did notice, though, sometimes when you were accelerating from stop, there was a little bit of uh, I, what I'll call chuggling, like like it. it went, oh, wow! You know, from like the old days, like a little like hesitation forward, yeah. hesitation forward. Um, only in certain situations, typically if you were waiting to pull out from the side of a road and you had to like floor it to get going. And then it would really go. Then it would it would chuggle a little bit and then it would catch and it would chirp the tires, probably due to the electric motor doing that. That was one of the one thing I didn't like about it. Also, um, the rear trunk, the... Uh, the hole for the trunk when the door is open is kind of small because to get that great coefficient of drag, they have a 0.24 coefficient of drag, the rear trunk lid is very short, which means that the opening is small. And that is exacerbated by the fact that they use the old school hinges with the arms that come down, uh, Hmm. which takes up more space. So I would have liked to seen them at least go with different hinges there the trunk lid, I don't think they could really change it that much unless they went to some kind of hatchback or uh, arrangement. I doubt they would do that. I'd like to see different hinges on there that didn't take up so much room. And then in a weird sense, I found while the interior of this Limited included a lot of great features, uh, it included some big displays, including a 12.3-inch gauge cluster and a 10.25-inch touchscreen, while it was modern and all, it just didn't seem to be as nice as other Hyundais and Kias. Just some of the switchgear didn't seem up to snuff. And mm. it just, just the style of it didn't look as luxurious as I thought it could have looked. Um, not terrible. Uh, and it was a nice interior, but certainly it 
it just seemed like it could up its game a little bit. It uses one of those new style shifters you see in everything from, uh, gosh, I've seen them in Acuras and the new Corvette C8. It's the button, you know, with the drive and neutral and and park. There's no shifter yeah. per se. It's just a kind of a, a panel. That 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 was fine. That was great. Um, and you know, uh, overall though, I did I love the mileage. Uh, I thought it was great. I love the fact that uh, it's relatively inexpensive. Uh, when you get up into the limited, I mean that that's where the price comes up to thirty six thousand two seventy five. Uh, great aerodynamic capability. There are little bits and pieces all over it, spats in front of the uh, uh, wheels, in front and back of the wheels. It has a pretty aggressive uh, duckbill spoiler that sort of extends the rear deck out um and then it has the shutters behind the uh, grill it's a pretty big grill that which is the hyundai style that goes all the way down um and uh so all that and uh, aerodynamic the design of the wheels that leads to that very slippery coefficient of drag uh, the limited as i said brings in uh, things like the solar roof standard blind spot view monitor the 2.3-inch gauge cluster, the 10.25-inch touchscreen, uh, those are the things that are added into the car. There's not a lot of options. They basically, as I said, you have the blue, which is the mileage leader. You have the SEL, which is the mid-level model. And then you have uh, this model that we had, the Limited. Uh, I think, though, Hyundai does a great job as far as uh, integrating the hybrid design in there, I like the roof. I think that was pretty cool. Uh, it outputs, believe it or not, the solar roof panel outputs 205 watts of electricity. And uh, okay. it helps. Well, that's a, that's that's pretty... a uh, fourth, or a little more than a fourth of a horsepower. And it uh, helps prevent battery discharge from uh, infotainment or HVA systems when the engine is off. And as they say here in the press release, it is a unique design cue. <laughs> so um, yeah. you also get a digital key, a uh, smartphone-based digital key, so you can open the vehicle uh, with your smartphone. Um, the When you look at the headroom... It does really well compared to like the Camry Hybrid and the Accord Hybrid. Uh, the the front is forty uh, versus Camry's thirty seven point five and Accord's thirty seven point five, uh, and it does uh, about uh, mid pack uh, for rear headroom at thirty seven point eight legroom. It really uh, does pretty well in the front forty six point one inches but uh, comes up a little short at 34.8 inches compared to the Camry's 38 and the Accord's 40. Um, lots of conveniences, virtually everything uh, that you can think of uh, under the SmartSense safety technology from Hyundai Ford collision, collision avoidance assist standard, blind spot collision avoidance assist standard, rear cross traffic collision assist standard, lane keeping, advanced smart uh, cruise control with stop and go standard and then highway driving assist, which was optional. So it, it does, uh, does really well compared to the uh, Camry hybrid and Accord hybrid 
when it comes to that. Virtually everything is standard uh, except for that highway driving assist. So good news there. Safe vehicle. Of course, it has the great warranty and uh, has something called double junction soundproof glass, which is a three-layer film structure uh, that cuts unwanted noises and D3 sound absorption materials on the luggage side trim, wheel guard, and package tray, and other sound absorption materials on door trim and uh, trunk board. Uh, So definitely a quiet vehicle, definitely a slippery vehicle. Uh, I would probably have to drive it a little more than a week to get used to that chuggling to see if there's a way around that. But once that square itself away the vehicle was very very good on acceleration um there wasn't a lot of engine noise there wasn't a lot of road noise sometimes with these vehicles they'll use a super hard tire uh or narrow tire that can kick up noise did not encounter that and i frankly enjoyed the fact that i had it on some super sunny hot summer days and that solar panel was charging up uh you know, why not? This solar energy why is not? there, you know. So why not why not uh, take advantage of it, right? That is the Absolutely. Hyundai Limited Hybrid and uh, Sonata Hybrid in Portofino Gray. And total price as tested was 36,275. Once again, the mileage numbers 51 highway, 45 city. 47 combined. Not a bad vehicle. Mm. That's your At The Wheel review for this week. Don't forget to check us out at CruiseControlRadio.com. Time for me to say I'm Fred Staub. I'm Les Jackson. We're going to see you down the road. Bye. Cruise Control Radio is your on-air automotive magazine. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com for more information.